Hi, everybody. Hello. It's Roberta, uh, Roberta Fallon. I'm here at Moore College at the radio station, TGMR. And today I'm here with, it's very exciting. Uh, we have an artist in residence at the Village of Arts and Humanities and two of his five team members. So we're talking today with Kwasi Ohini Aye from Ghana and his two team members, Tamia Garcia, Tammy, mm -hmm. and um, uh, Tiana Scott, T. So thank you all for coming over to talk with me. And I'm very excited to hear about this project because it's been going on for a while now, right? Like nine months? Uh, since May. It has been since. It's been going on since May. So we would say seven months now. Yeah, we'll yeah. say about that. Okay, so um, tell me, Kwasi, how you got involved in the project. We are um, <coughs> passing down the mic. Um, so I think about a year and a half ago, I was I received an email from um, the executive director of the Village of Arts and Humanities, Aviva Kapust. Um, I had been uh, recommended for um, the Spaces International Artists in Residence program. So she, uh, she she reached out and told me about the project and um, the village's history and how it 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 always was looking to spark new new collaborations and new ideas. And so um, I was drawn to it because it was go always going to be a collaborative project. It was it was going to be based in it was going to be a co a community based project. And I had been, in in the past three years, involved in such a practice. So I guess that's what made me, um, that's what interested me, and we continued the conversation. And now, uh, this year, May, I arrived uh, to start working with the, or working on the project. Okay, and... I know you have a big thing coming up on December 9th. So this is sort of the culminating exhibition and open mic night. Yes, it is. Uh, we, on December 9th, from, I think, 6 p.m., we have our uh, last open mic of the year, which will happen at 2519 Germantown Avenue. It is, um, it's the... And it's also the final exhibition for the Spaces Artists in Residence program at the Village of Arts and Humanities. So the idea is that uh, there are two artists in residence from West Africa. M myself, I'm from Ghana, and there's Olan Rewaju Tejosho, who's from Nigeria. So he's also developing this project. So we're both and uh, our teams exhibiting um, the project we've been developing since May this year and that is like the moments that we open it up for the public to 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 view or to have a 
um, a glimpse into what we have been producing over the uh, the past months. So that is what is happening on December 9th. And we have our final open mic event, and that will also, we, over the past few months, it's been dynamic in the way that we have um, bands that have performed, solo performers, and this one will be no different, you know, so if you're coming, you could potentially be a performer, or you could just observe, you know, so, so that's how it will be. Well, I can't perform, but I can <laughs> certainly observe. Um, <coughs> so let's talk a little bit about your team project and how you built your team. Um, I know that Tammy and Tiana have a particular story of how they entered your world. So maybe they can, can you tell us the story? Well, actually, me and Tammy were walking, but it was hot in the house, so we figured we would go and get some, some fresh air. So we were walking, and we walked down the street, Alder Street, and we saw that there was a big, pretty wall with a big blue painting with flowers and, you know, like water and stuff. So we were like, there's drummers here. We might as well just sit here and, you know, like see what's going on. So we sat there and we liked the vibe. So we were there for a while and she made me perform. So it was it was fun. What did you perform? Um, what did I sing? I sung a song. I'm not sure which one it was right now, but I did sing. Yeah, it was called Confetti by um, Tori Kelly. Love her. Love her. Do you continue to sing in the open mics? Yes. Is that part of your, part of your thing? Maybe yes, sing I for sing everywhere I go. Would <laughs> you sing, sing for me? Right now? Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is an open mic. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, man. Put you on the spot. See, I'm the thing sorry. about that is every time someone asks me to sing, I never know what to sing. It happens every time. Well, maybe later, okay? We'll maybe come back later. to it. Okay. And <laughs> you can think about it now. Okay. So you were strolling down the street, you heard the drums, you saw the beautiful wall, and then what happened? You performed. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, performed. yeah, we you both performed. You performed too. What did you do, Tammy? We both performed What Is Love by V. Bozeman from My Empire. Everybody knows that. But um, she made me perform after I made her perform because <laughs> it was just like, okay, I performed. Now your turn. <laughs> That's just how that went. And then we followed up with Mike. We spoke to him first, and he told us to go to Mike, the dude at the front desk. We spoke to him, and then we heard about the classes and all of that. But how we became part of the team was we were both in Delaware and Jaquan told me about it. I came back before her and then I spoke to Kwesi. We had a conversation about the collective and everything that we were gonna be doing. We heard, uh, she spoke to me about the artist talks, the visual screenings and open mic. But little did I know that after performing that open mic, we was going to end up managing the open <laughs> mic. So it was kind of like, oh, well, if I knew this, I would have did it earlier.
because it's like something we're into mm-hmm. when we're in the house. We're singing like last night. We just be, we <laughs> oh, just we're just goofy with it. Like it's just something that we like doing, and like to have opportunity to do it and make, and make just it's fun, and then do it with people that you that you're comfortable around. Cause I don't, I'm not like her. I don't sing in front of everyone. No, I wasn't <laughs> like, <laughs> like that though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't like that at all before. I was very shy. I was very, yeah, I was very shy about my voice. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know. It came from shower to you know living room, <laughs> and then classroom, and then next thing you know, everywhere I go, I'm singing it. I can't help it. If it's if a song is stuck in my head, I have to sing it to get it out. So. You'll catch me singing everywhere. This is a good thing, I want to <laughs> say. <coughs> so there are two other members of the team that are not here. Um, Aaron Sawyer, who is a videographer, I believe. Shout out to Aaron. <laughs> yes, uh, he he works on the videos and the photos for the team. And Jaquan Fields, who has a very unique position. Yes. Ja- Jaquan, is a, he's a professional clown. And he has been um, do he, he has been in that practice for eight years now, and so what he does is for the team his event management skills is what he brings mainly. But he also MCs the open mic events, and so that dynamism that he brings to to the open mic a clown, you know, hosting an open mic event. I hadn't thought about how. It would work, but we tested it out, and it has been so far um, uh, something that has been successful. So that's the dynamism in the team. Um, And then I'm also bringing my own cultural baggage, you know, from Ghana. And then, oh, uh, just for well, this is my first time in the United States, Mm -hmm. and so I had to, you know, very quickly learn. Uh, about the cultural codes that uh, that I was working in, which is in North Philadelphia, which you would do with pretty much anywhere you go around the world. So I um, and having you know friends and and a team such as this, it's been a good cushion, right? And the village also as a as a very important cultural um, institution based in North Philadelphia, it's so, so that is what eased me into the experience. And so um, w- what we have done as a team was that through open mic events, through uh, artist talks, and through film screenings, well, what we did was to kind of explore this um, concept of communality. How do we begin to foster, you know, um, a sense of community that would um, spark collaboration or like kind of through the meaningful interactions that we would build, you know, lead us to do other things. And it's been um, so far rich in terms of participation. And the open mic uses music, dance, and poetry. So these are very, uh, you know, most of the youth-based in Philadelphia, actually, you know, are interested one way or another in these mediums, and so it's been um, it's been an effective way 
of ca calling people and asking to participate. So you are an artist, and this project is very multifaceted, and I want to know how you define the art. What, what is the art? Is it all of everything? Mm, I guess so. For me, um, art has always been a safe space, right? It's um, in, the, in the academy, what you learn is that art is, you know, this or art is that, right? It is um, a specific thing. It's either painting or sculpture. Or, but my experience just teaches me that art is really, um, yeah, it's, 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 it can be a mood, right? It can be, it's really a lot of things. And it's the site where um, a lot of things are also possible in terms of manipulating or playing with ideas. So I have been, um, I've just tried to open myself about this uh, concept and that has also helped me in how I think about my projects because I don't necessarily, even though I train as a painter, I don't necessarily think of myself as, as a painter, you know, yeah. and then exploring curating and, um, you know, um, organization and things like that kind of allow me to freely um, open up concepts in, in ways that may not be traditional, yeah. So young ladies, have you got a thought about what art is? Can you talk to me about that? Art. <laughs> I love art. Art, as Quasi said, could be anything. Anything that comes to mind. Art can be music. It can be a visual, you know, like a painting. It could be a picture. Anything. But a conversation. It could be a conversation. It could be anything, really. And art, art to me means a lot. Art is a gateway for me. Like it, so. well, I've been through a lot, honestly, and art was my way of calming down. Like if I like got into it with my parents or anything, I would go in my room, shut my door, listen to music, and draw. So it was really, it kept me out of trouble, basically. It, it, was, safe. it I, was safe. I like you saying it's thing. a safe space. Yeah, yeah. I love it. How about you, Tammy? I'm not really <coughs> the artist, but like singing sometimes helps me calm down. Like I get upset and I don't know how to express myself with a conversation. So I'll listen to music and just calm myself down. Mm -hmm. I, the drawing and all of that, that part. <laughs> <laughs> but you sing too. Yeah. But so. I mean, she's more into it than I am. Mm -hmm. I'm more of, uh, I know this is going to sound nerdy, but I'm more of a mathematician and a dancer sometimes when I feel like it. Both math and dance are very artistic, <laughs> both exactly of them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So, and I want to say that you also are a writer, Kwasi. You've got this magnificent website with these long essays that go on and on. And then there was one that was a beautiful story about, um, I assume it was you were at 
the Greyhound bus in Pittsburgh. Uh, tell us that story because it was so wonderfully written <laughs> and very short. Oh yeah, that that was a uh, it was an experience on board a Greyhound bus. It was a long ride, a, a ten-hour um, bus ride from Ohio. Mm. So while on there, I tried to for f uh, for me, I let I open up myself to my everyday experiences, you know, and I let that feed into my practice because my practice is largely based in research and writing. And as an artist, the fluid way, like we just define art, art is where I find that I can play with ideas from f physics or um, uh, literature or, you know, I can kind of create a mishmash in this field. And it's not always possible in other fields. So that's why, for, for me, I find that um, space very useful. So I've been, writing has been a medium, you know, that I actively use as, um, as I make work. And sometimes I consider the text as my work, you know. And so my blog plays a very integral um, part in, in, my, um, in my practice. And so, yes, that experience was... Uh, it was about a book, and I thought, you know, it would be great to n not narrativize the experience in some way, and that's what happened. Okay, <laughs> it's actually about two books. Yes, yes, it was. Um, it was about a book that I, I, I was reading, and a book that I saw my interlocutor pull out and read, you know. And so for, for, for me, the titles were, there, there was a dialogue. And I imagined the conversation, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I tried to um, narrativize it in the in the way that spoke to me. <laughs> well, it's beautiful, and let's not give it away. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to say what the URL of your website is. It's iubez b e e z y dot wordpress dot com, and everybody should go there and read this story and read your other essays because they're really wonderful. And now my follow-up question is, what does IUBZ stand for? Oh, I, um, IUB, they are initials that I adopted. Um, I used to sign my works, like my drawings and my paintings. I would sign, it's your boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I listened to a lot of Jay-Z. That's a Jay-Z uh, free, good, good. <laughs> As a lot, that's a Jay-Z phrase I picked up in high school. So I had been signing off my works um, with Isha Boy, and then I later, um, you know, created the, ab the abbreviation, IUB. And then to, 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 to make it a bit hippie, <laughs> I, I arrived at IUBZ, and that became the title for the, or the name of the blog. So, and I've kept it since 2010. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very memorable title. I will not forget this yeah. website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's the history behind that name. <laughs> so let's talk about authorship of art. I mean, we've defined art as it can be anything. It can be a conversation or whatever. So who's the author of your project, let's say? And is that even a concern of anybody's? Hmm. And it's different than ownership, right? There's ownership and there's authorship. Yes, I think that, uh, so So your question to my mind just brings, there 
it's a very loaded question, right? But but friendly, <laughs> it's friendly. <laughs> yes. But I will. Uh, the way I think about it is uh, just due to if we think back to um, European art or y modernism in the context of European art, what we're thinking about is art as the the art that was defined, you know, in terms of its medium specificity or like in terms of purity, right? A painting had to, um, it had to, you know, like the color was the main thing, right? And then a sculpture was also distinct, like it's in its own way, it had to be s s set on a plinth or something like that. And so we had very rigid um, uh, definitions of what, you know, art was or could be. And so for me, that paradigm got overturned or it shifted in the 60s, right? When, when we began to pose alternative questions to, to this purest ideal. And so today, what, what we have is a paradigm that is usually described as de-scaled or de-aestheticized. And what these mean is that you don't necessarily have to go to college to acquire, you know, the 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 skills or the knowledge that you can make art. In fact, technology has democratized the making of art. Right? Uh, if you have an iPhone today, you're able to take photos. You print them in a way that you know you can call yourself a photographer. Instagram makes photographers out of that, out of all of us. And so today offers a lot of potential. So the question of authorship becomes um, uh, a very, it's not as uh, restrictive as it was before. The way I think of it is I don't necessarily think of my projects as, um, you know, in those terms. In the context of this project, what, what, what we're doing is we are, we are collaborators we're all producers, we're all consumers, we're all makers, right? And that model is a, is a um, f for me, that is a more interesting model to explore, you know? And it also has its, you know, pros and cons, but for the most part, if, if we're seeking to democratize art, the making of it, the production of it, I think that these are, models that we need to, um, these are conversations that we need to have. And the models that open th this conversation up is what we're trying to kind of also deal with in the project, yeah. Very well said, beautiful. Um, so this is a project that I think has an end date. You're going back to Ghana in January, I believe, sadly. Yes. And, uh, can you blue sky it and think about what you would want to do in the project? Let's say you were staying another year. Mm. Would it change? Would you continue doing what you're doing now? Is it organic in the way it's grown? Yes, it has been. Um, in many ways, the relational procedures that we have explored, being the open mics, the artist talks, and the film screenings have um, generated you know, very uh, interesting levels of participation from 
artists and from non-artists alike, right? And in the community. So what um, has been, for me, I'm interested in, because I knew that the, the residency was bound. It was for eight months. And it would have, it would, uh, something that I would find fulfilling is that we, um, the project is able to spark something that can sustain itself. Um, and so what we have now, we're in talks with, 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 with the village. The success of the open mics have made it such that um, the team, it's possible to keep the team uh, functioning as a collective, right? And they would uh, be able to, in some way, organize a monthly open mic event for, for a while. It could be for you know five or six months or so depending on the funding and everything that's available. And then, so, but it would be very uh, gratifying for, for me that the team is able to, after my time here, uh, you know, that's if they want, you know, also because it's also premised on the willingness to be there and to take that responsibility. So if they want to function together still without me, you know, then that is an option that we explore. And for however long, it doesn't have to go on forever, you know, if it's two months, if it's three months, as long as it's relevant, my the event, my will keep it. So we're, we're trying to see what um, is possible just based on the conditions that we have, yeah, or that constrain us. Interesting. So girls, the ladies, the team idea continuing after Kwasi's back in Ghana? What, what are your thoughts? Um, I definitely brought this up before with Kwasi. Um, I would love to continue working in the studio and hosting, well, not necessarily hosting because that's Kwan's job, but managing open mics. I definitely feel like that would be a great idea, being as though it brings together people that you would never have guessed had the talents that they had. Like, people that have came to the open mics, like, they would walk in and be like, okay, they're just coming to spectate. Then they come and sign up, and then they perform. I'm just like, okay, I didn't, I didn't see that there. And it's just, like, surprising, and it's a wonderful thing to see because it's, like, a perfect example of never judge a book by its cover. Very well said. Are you documenting the open mics? Is there a video? Or yeah, there's pictures, video, audio. We document. We definitely have. Yeah, there's pictures all over the walls in the studio. Is it going to be online at some point so that others can see it? Or should we all go to the studio and look? Actually, it is online. Um, so we have a, a Dropbox account. And if you go to villagespaces.vv, um, villagearts.com mm -hmm. or no dot org yeah spaces dot villagearts dot org um, we've documented the individual projects mine as as well as Olare Wadju Ted Rosho the the Nigerian artists also in residence at the village so and we have links to the the audios and the videos and the photos that we we actually uh -huh, so Part of this thing is that we initiate a series of interventions in um, in North Philadelphia, but we we want to extend the impact, and so we um, 
as the events are happening, we document them mainly through audio, video, and f photography. And then we, um, in the studio, we set them up. So we also have some forms in the studio that we're also um, manipulating. But we have, um, the Dropbox has all of these content that you, as the um, online, you know, spectator could also just go there and download them and uh, watch them and just own them so it brings back the question of authorship the question of ownership right like we are generating and producing these things but we offer it um to the general pub public also to continue sharing and collaborating it's kind of like an open source um software you know mm -hmm. yes so it constantly um is being tested and being M manipulated to its and that actually strengthens it you know so yes you can find once you go to spaces.villagearts.org okay that's great yeah. are you going to sing for us <laughs> just a bar of something or other that yeah. comes to mind any ideas really um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like being put on the spot. I'm sorry. You don't have to do it. Okay. Should, should you do it? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> well, if you send me something, I'll okay. put it up <laughs> online. Okay, I can do that. Okay. I can do that. No. But she's going to. I got to go to the studio with Tima and Reese to go record something. Okay. I know. It was such, it's all right. It's really okay. But thank you for even considering it. And thank you for coming to talk with me. This is congratulations on all that you're doing. And I hope we can all make it up on December 9th yes. to the open mic and oh, the exhibit. one more thing. Yes. I make tables. Mm -hmm. I'm doing tables, and they are definitely for sale if they want to be bought. <laughs> How does one get in touch with you to um, see a table? They will be at the exhibition on the 9th. I'll have I my own room and everything. Them. Are they out of wood? Yes. They are actually made out of... I don't know what they're. I don't know what the scientific word is for them, but the I call them the spools that the wires come on. Mm -hmm. the big That's what they're called. I think. Okay, okay, <laughs> that works too. But yeah, Very I work cool. hard on those, so I would definitely appreciate. Okay, <laughs> well, we all look forward to seeing your tables. Thank you. Okay. And then, um, the exhibition, apart from the open mic. What what we do is because the open mic uh, space is in proximity to the studio, the studio is also be will be accessible. And so the studio is where you actually can get a um, a trace into how we have been been able to document the processes over the months and the accumulation of images and the videos and the, you know and the processes that we have um, been experimenting with. So. It will be a really um, it. There's a lot that we're offering, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we just ask that you know, when you're there, all is it's about just being present and um, participating. Yeah. Great. 
Thank you so very much. Mm.